Yes, I know. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually felt myself today, and I decided I wanted to uh, dress a little bit nicer. And I married that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I had my uh, my. It was funny because my friend Jared always used to, he always used to like dress up to uh, to the nines, and everywhere he went, he would always be looking dapper. So you know, I put on the spirit of Jared today, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I felt like I wanted to look nice today. Instead of wearing like it was either this or uh, t-shirt and basketball shorts, but but it's a little too cold out there for that. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> All right. So I I was praying to see because I, I, I don't really know how to typically start these these things, and it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of can get weird or awkward for me if if I try to uh to go on a script. But I feel like I should recap like you know a little bit on my you know on my testimony because it's gonna go. Here we go. Sins and violations through, you know, uh, through his uh, crucifixion. Um, so, a little bit about me. You know, I was grew. I grew up in a abusive home. Um, my father was an alcoholic and a drug addict. Uh, and my mom just, she was there, but she wasn't really present because she had, was dealing with her own stuff. Um, you know, and I put a lot of, uh, lot of heaviness on myself at a very young age because uh, I didn't know how a home was displayed. Uh, I didn't know how love was displayed in the household. And I, I, I set this, I guess, this false vision of what love was and in place of love, I had hate. Um, and it, it just didn't, you know, stem from the household of, like, how it was treated. But it also stemmed from, like, you know, friends. I didn't really have friends growing up. Um, and it was, everybody was like, I would always tell people, like, the teachers even treated me, you know, wrong. And it was like, I, I just had all these people just, like, looking down on me at an early age. And I just didn't, under, I didn't understand that as a child, like, why people were so ugly. And I, I had this notion of what love was, and it was um, it was broken, um, and it 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 trans I guess it transpired into the lifestyle that I grew up to live, uh, which really wasn't very beneficial to myself or anybody else around me. I, I end up you know taking a path of crime, uh, and, you know drug addiction. Uh, I allow myself to to go off on a place where you know. God wasn't trying to call me into. I had a sense of who God was, but I didn't know who a father was. Uh, I'm still I'm still learning what a father is today. Uh, I knew Jesus, but I I I didn't really or I knew of Jesus, but I didn't really know him. Um, and I I didn't even know what the Holy Spirit was. Um, so I, I was filled with this anger that I felt like everybody else around me should have to deal with it. Uh, deal with this, you know, this broken man, this little kid that was still scared of everything, full of fear. Um, the mindset saying, like, you know, if it's if you have something I want, I'm going to take it because I felt like I deserved it. Um, I end up. I end up in with uh, major depression. Uh, I tried to commit suicide maybe three times in my life. 
only because I didn't feel like I, I was worthy to live. I didn't feel like there, anybody cared about me. And I blamed everything on God that would happen in my life. Um, I thought it was his fault that these are the cards that were given to me. And I, I felt like if this was, if, if hell was real, then this is what, this is what my life must be going through. I must be living in hell right now because I don't know why anybody should have to deal with the stuff that I was dealing with. I'm not saying that my life was worse than some people's, but in my mind, it was the worst thing. Um, so I, I end up, you know, in and out of jail, uh, just trying to find my way. And I, I didn't think that I could transpire to anything because of, you know, the mess that I made. But then God came in and he changed that all. Um, I end up, I ended up receiving the Lord fully probably six years ago, um, truly understanding who God was, truly understanding, you know, what the Holy Spirit was to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, to understand, understand what that fire feels like and to be able to come from a place of, of not knowing him in this emptiness to going into a place of being overfilled and being able to overflow and not just onto myself, but everybody else around me get to see it as well. So in saying that, it goes into the message that I have today, and it says, it comes from uh, Colossians 2.14, if you guys want to look it up. It says, he, and I got it from the, uh, the Passion Translation, which this, I, I looked at a different, uh, a couple other translations, but this was the best one. And then the word that stuck out to me was canceled, or cancellation. And it says, he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record, and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam had been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently. There is a public display of cancellation. I, I was praying on this scripture during worship, and I got this, I got this vision of a beach and, I, and things that are written in the sand here, like all the transgressions, but every time the waves would come up, it would take it away. And every time that the enemy would try to rewrite it there, it would always, the waves would come up and take it away. The action of cancel, uh, canceling something that has been arranged, uh, the action of canceling something that has been arranged or planned. The enemy had arranged death for us and planned our destruction. For my life, he, he, that's all he wanted for me is destruction. He wanted me to walk this path to saying that I didn't have a father that loved me. I didn't have anybody there that actually cared about me. That he was planning, these, planning this way for me that I had followed because I thought it was the only way. It also means a crossing out of something written. How many know that the enemy has tried to written words of lies on our hearts before we knew who Jesus was? And these words that we had believed and these mindsets that we had believed every time. I know for me, I would always believe that I wasn't, I was worthless, that I wouldn't amount to anything that, you know, I want to have a good life. I couldn't get married. I couldn't have, uh, I, I couldn't have a possible home. I, I couldn't have any of this good stuff that everybody else had because I believed in the lies that the enemy had told me that I was not worthy of it. Colossians 1, uh, 14 says, For in the Son all our sins are canceled, and we have release of redemption through His very blood. In my mind, I try to bring back these old mindsets. And in one of the worst ways that I do it is 
when I'm in traffic. All right. Okay. That's probably like the worst place that uh, old mindsets like to come up. So if you cut me off, you know, some old ruly words come up. Uh, people are names that I shouldn't be calling them. But it's like, I'm getting better with it. Trust me. You can ask my wife. I, I wouldn't lie to you about that. But I, I would always call people like, idiot. oh, this idiot just cut me off. This idiot just, or this, this dummy just pulled out in front of me. And I'm like, man. It's like, why, why am I thinking like this? Like, I, I, like I got to stop and I got to stop. And, and look at these people as how Jesus would look at them. Like, he's not going to sit there and say, call them an idiot from pulling out. So maybe, like, and I start rationalizing now, like, maybe they're in a rush and they have to get somewhere that's important, more important than where I'm going. And most of the time I'm like, it, it can't really be that important because I'm trying to get home right now. <laughs> it's like, just like, in, uh, just like you, we continually in today's culture say, we're going to uh, make me go back to the old me. How many people have said that, like, when someone made you mad? Like, oh, man, you're... I was like, you're really pushing my buttons right now. You're about to make me go off the handle or, or snap or go back to the old person I used to be. Like, you might catch a couple fists or something right now, but you know what I mean? I, I, I don't want to lay holy hands on you, but I might have to. But how can you go back to something that is not there anymore? Yeah. Memories are there, but that life is not. Jesus' sacrifice made it so the cross was a black hole for sin. Past, present, and whatever he deems canceled. And this is like, to me, is a true cancel culture. I think about, I think about the word cancel and, and, and I think about the mindset. like, how can, we, how can we from this new birth think of a life beforehand? It's like babies. You, if you think of a baby, it's like they can't recollect anything before they were born. And it's like, how can we do that after we've been reborn into Christ? This whole new life. It's like you have people that could say, remember the time you, no, that was canceled. You knew back when you, no, that's canceled. The time you, no, no, that's canceled. Remember that sickness you had? No, that, that's canceled. The Lord already took care of that. I always think it's strange when people bring back old things that have been X'd out by Jesus. I'm like, I didn't know what you're talking about because the person you, you see is not that person. Like, I typically can, like, when I look at myself and I look at my past, it's like, I, I, I got to stop and think it's like, I'm a new creation through Christ. And we, we, we think of a new creation. We think of something that's been newly formed. We think of something that's been um, transformed. It's like, so I, I can't think of my old, the old man, that something can come up. And it's like, and if you try to bring up that old mindset or the old, that, that old way that you used to be, something intervenes. Something stands in the way and says, I can't let you go back to that because there's nothing to go back to. Yeah. And like I always think about it, it's like Jesus always like is standing there. It's like I'm, I, when I want to uh, act like that old person, it's like that always that conviction comes up. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not that's not who you are. The one for all, a.k.a. the once and for all sacrifice made it so nothing can change the status upon uh, you by Christ that, state, uh, that states is free completely from guilt, shame, fear, and sin, which are a package deal. And this all goes through the propitiation, which I, I still kind of like uh, am blown away by that word that I even know that word or even found that word. But I mean, it's, it's, it's atonement. It's that God put Christ forward as a propitiation by his blood. In other words, when he died to be received, when you come into existence 2,000 years later by faith. And that's like the amplified version. But 
if it wasn't for his sacrifice and if it wasn't for who Jesus was, I wouldn't have the newness of life that I have now. I wouldn't have that, uh, that public display of the sins that I might have committed in the past uh, there so I don't have to relive it. I don't have to think about it. I don't even have to, like, even if the world says, oh, you remember your record? I'm like, I, that's like, yeah, so what? It's like, God doesn't remember my record. So I shouldn't have to remember my record. It's like, I know, like, I'm, so, I'm a better person today, and that's because I'm walking out this walk that he has for me. I'm, and it's like the same thing with you guys. It's like, you walk, continuously walk in the way that Jesus has. It's like, you're, you're getting further and further away from the lies that the enemy is trying to place upon you. When Jesus gave his life, his grace traced back to Adam and all the way to eternity. I remember that. I remember when uh, Fount it, it, like spoke and like he explained like how uh, Jesus' grace and his his saving power not only affected the present time forward, but it went back to the past as well. And I always remember that illustration that he he showed here on the whiteboard. And that's something that I always got to continue to uh, to bring into my heart when those times where I think I can go back to that old person come up. It's like his grace reached back before I was born. It took hold of all those mistakes that I made. It took hold of all the mistakes that you have made. And it's like, and deemed them canceled. So how, uh, so how can we cry about the sins of the past mistakes when his grace was there in the first place? And when you accepted Christ, the redemption and salvation shocked back before you were born. It's crazy to say that the grace was there before we were born. It was before, even, it's like it's, it, you can even go radically and say it was there before Adam because God had already put it in place and deemed it before, uh, before existence that we would have a Savior come. Can I say sin canceled? Remember, it's not one for all. It's once and for all. Ephesians 1.7 says, So I'm, uh, I'm focusing on, uh, now on forgiveness of sins and trying to see whether the Bible puts it into this framework. In Christ, we have, re- uh, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses. In other words, in the shedding of Christ's blood, once for all in history, all who are in Christ have forgiveness for all their sins. We have it. He says we have it. We have it absolutely secure. We have it purchased for us. That's what the blood accomplished and secured. Through his cancellation, he has secured you. I thought, uh, I thought, should, or I thought should we still confess then if we have obviously, uh, obvi- or absolute security in? I say yes. Confession is not a payment. But it's simply an agreement that what we have done wasn't good, uh, wasn't good. It acknowledges that you understand you want to grow more like Christ. That's something that I, I, I struggle with. It's like if we, if we have absolute forgiveness of sin, it's like why should, I still, why should I still ask for forgiveness or repentance? But it's no, it's me understanding like, the, the wrongness that I've done. It's like, and I don't want to live like that anymore. It's like I don't want to try to recreate an old man. It's like, because you can't bring back the old man. You can only create a different version of him. But then, uh, but then the mistake would be to panic and feel that uh, way or feel that with every sin, there needs to be a new redemption, a new sacrifice, a new penance. We love our Catholic brothers and sisters. If you get what I'm saying (laughs) to confess to me is acknowledge 
the cancellation. Forgiveness of sin is one of the... Uh, Oh, one is to constitute parts of justification. In pardon and sin, God absolves the sinner from the condemnation of the law. He does that. Uh, he does that in account of the work of Christ. That is, he removes the guilt of sin, the sinner's actual liability to eternal wrath, in account of what Jesus did. It comes back to what Peter was saying last week about forgiveness. Okay, or forgiveness also cancellation brings about the fullness of life. And it goes back when you think about a baby. The baby doesn't have any reaction of anything before birth. That meaning the same, we should have the same about our rebirth in Christ. We are brand new. The past is to be denied, for it is covered in the blood of Christ, whom you accepted as your own. How can we hold, on to some, uh, hold something against anyone that the thing doesn't exist anymore? And I think about that, and it's like, those things don't exist anymore because what happened in the past is no longer there. It's like you can't bring it back. You can't do anything to change it. So there's nothing there that you should hold against them. And it's like I, and I, it, it really had a, uh, I really had to do an inventory when I wrote this because I was holding on like, to, to many things for small reasons. Like I had lost my bank card. And I was blaming somebody for stealing. I was like, no, nobody stole it. You're an idiot that didn't put it in your pocket, right? And it fell on the ground and someone picked it up. But I was mad at the person for uh, using my bank card and there was a transaction on there. And I, like, I kept on holding on to this and I was kept on hoping something bad would happen to this person. But I was like, this is, it's already done. It's like, I can't do nothing. The money, you mean the money's, you know, there, back or whatever. And it's like, I can't be mad at this person for something that I, one, that was my fault but something that I can't change. It's like I since, of course, got a new bank card and now I'm more like conscious of how, uh, where I put it because <laughs> I don't want that to happen again. That sucked. <laughs> it, do, it, do, it do be like that. <laughs> uh, Romans 6.6 6 says, we know that our old man was crucified with him so that the body of sin would no longer uh, dominate us, so that we would no longer be enslaved by sin. We cannot be enslaved to our sin. Our confession acceptance has made it so that through birth we are completely rectified. Nothing can be done to bring back that old man. We might try to recreate or mimic through memory, but you can never truly be the person you were before Christ. There has been a permanent change to the very uh, to your very being, and that's so cool to think about that. Like the permanent change, like once I was reborn through him, and it's cool. It's like, and I think about that in uh, the aspects of addiction. It's like, uh, I like I feel like I was fully delivered through uh, my rebirth in Christ, and I, I feel like the same thing can happen to anybody else. I'm not special. You know I mean the same thing that was afforded me can be afforded to anybody else, and I believe that. It's like you can, even if you like have those cravings and stuff, he's like, there's a way out. There's a way that you don't, you know, you can think saying, uh, I'm a new, like you think about your new life and you think about the deliverance that the Lord has put in your life. And it's like, it, it doesn't even seem like it's there anymore. I was like, cause there's times in my life where of course I, I, I think, you know what I mean? It, the thought comes up, but it's like, I don't feel like I, I want to do anything to uh, follow through with it. You know, and I'm like, Lord, I'm glad that you, like, I always pray, like, God, thank you for, like, 
set me aside from this. It's like, I, I don't have to do these things that I used to do before because I know who I am. I know the love that you have poured out into me. I know, I know the people that you have set up before me that are there to help me. We may struggle and have issues, but I'm here today to say it's canceled. Any sickness, any addiction, any old mindsets, everything has been canceled. And we have been made whole in Jesus Christ through his obedience to the Father. And one of my favorite scriptures is, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. So if you're in Christ, it's like, and I just want to say today, it's like, if, if anybody's still struggling, like, you know, with saying, like, you know, you want if you're really truly in Christ, just think and stop and think is like, what am I, what, I'm trying, what am I trying to say right now? I don't know. I'm going I'm to I'm move past that thought because that was going nowhere. That was a, that was a dead thought. But let us, <laughs> let us live in the new today. Let us declare that any old mindset or pains or aches, any old sickness, any old addictions be displayed on the cross where it belongs. That it has no power or hold, or hold in our lives. We declare new ways of thinking New way to heal, new ways to be healed. Uh, be revealed in our minds, our hearts, to show us our true newness in Christ. That's pretty much all I have for you guys. But I want to pray because I, I feel like we can, uh, we can declare that even further. And even though it was like, I feel like it was a short message and it was, it was shortly given, I, I feel like it was this, it's something that we all just need to remember uh, who we are in Christ and that that old mindset's not there anymore. No, I'm, no, no, uh, no matter how much you try to bring it back, he's like, you can't go back to it. If you're truly in Christ, you cannot go back to that old man because it's, it doesn't exist anymore. It's like, even if you try to recreate the new, like recreate it, it's like, there's no way to truly recreate it because you're stopped right in your tracks. And in, like with Jesus, he stands right there and says, it's like, I'm not going to let you do this. So Father God, I thank, you, I thank you for your cancellation of the old man, of the old way of living, of our old selves, God. Even through every day, it's like, it doesn't matter the mistakes that we make, God, because they don't exist anymore. It's like we wake up, it's, it's so cool to know that when we wake up in the morning, there's new mercies every day. But it goes to show you that you, you take away uh, any faults that we might have. It's like we continue to grow closer and closer to you, Lord. And we declare that anything that might stand in, uh, before us and try to knock us off our square, God, that we, we deem that powerless. Any mindsets that state that you can go back to the old way of living, Lord, we just, we just cast that out now because it's a, it's a lie. Lord, I just pray that, uh, that these new mindsets be in place, God, the new mindsets of healing, God. The new mindsets of uh, I'm, I'm continuously knowing and learning the truth of Christ. And it's like and I continue to walk forward. Sometimes it might be a slow step. Sometimes it might be almost a dead stop. But God, as long as we continue to still move towards you, Lord, we understand that the newness of life is there. And it's, being, it's transforming us each and every day. Lord, we just thank you and love you. We just thank you, Lord. Just, I just hope this message just is received well. 
and God, is, is in the way that you allow me to speak it. God, so I just thank you for everything that you continue to do in my life and in everybody's life here. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I, I wanted to take an opportunity with that word. I don't know if this is what you were going to do. Activate. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to like tag team it then? Sure. <laughs> okay. Holy spirit. So my part of the activation, um, is coming a lot from my experiences in this past week that was triggered by, uh, Peter Newberger's message last week on forgiveness. So yes, for me, I've had to navigate more so forgiving an event in a life over a person. But once I really started chipping away every single day this week at the event, I came left with myself and forgiving myself on actions that I took because of my pain from the event. And I realize that because of what Christ has accomplished and our mindsets not always caught up to the reality, there might be moments during while Joe was speaking that you could recall in your life, even your life after Christ, that you cringe, that you made these decisions, that you made regretful decisions, emotional decisions, whatever it is. So I wanted to leave a moment of room today to just take initiative and choose to agree with God and forgive yourself. Is that anything you were going in the direction of? Okay, you keep going. Yeah. So years ago, um, who knows the, everybody knows the sitcom Friends? Okay, the famous sofa scene where they had they were trying to carry the sofa up the stairs and they couldn't make it fit and the, Ross was yelling pivot pivot all right so sometimes with our mindsets we have to pivot because we get so stuck in that stairwell because what we're carrying is so big and so bulky that it's just not going to fit we can't go forward so sometimes we have to pivot so God gave me that vision during Joe's message about mindset shifting and changing. So, you know, we thank God and we thank Jesus for that ability to pivot and shift and change. So sometimes we just need to lay down that big old bulky old sofa of a burden that we've been lugging around all these years, sometimes decades and that we just lay it at his feet and ask him for the direction of the pivot that he needs and would like us to go in, that we need, not he needs, that we need to go in. So let's just take a moment, and if, it that, and if that's forgiving ourselves, then let, let's do that, because forgiving ourselves is one of the hardest to forgive. So yeah, so let's just close our eyes. And say, oh, it's just, first of all, my favorite, oh, come Holy Spirit, and take a deep breath, and let it out and relax. 
And let's just ask, Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, show us what we're carrying. Is What is that burden? Is there an event? Is there a burden, a big old bulky thing that we can't move forward with? we're stuck in that stairwell show us what we need to let go of so that we can move forward show us how we need to pivot show us the direction you'd like us to move forward in Father God. And as we lay those things down, and as we receive our direction, Father God, thank you for your peace and your comfort and your wisdom and clarity and new eyes to see and the blinds lifted up off of our eyes and new ears to hear you as we make that shift in our mindsets We receive the peace that surpasses all understanding in you, Jesus. Thank you. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing in this room. I thank you for the willingness for our hearts to be vulnerable with you. I thank you that you meet us there. And Lord, whatever you've spoken to the hearts today, Lord, I just seal in Jesus' name. And Lord, I ask that you show each person how you're sealing in this truth. You are wonderful. You are magnificent. You are holy. And we thank you that we get to learn from you on how to do the same. And for those of you who, like myself, are forgiving themselves, I just feel like you need to hear it from a voice that's also not yours, but I forgive you too. 
Thank you, Lord. All right, guys. Been a good Sunday. Look, we're out of here within a decent amount of time. All right.